Colin McRae and Nicky Chris Victory on the last Safari Rally back in 2002 was and will go down as a legendary result in the history of rallying. What I want to know though is where was uh, Rich Milliner in 2002? What were you up to, Rich Milliner? I think I was probably driving tractors about that time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you farming? A family farm? Uh, yeah, family farm, which is where I used to work before before I went to university and afterwards, and then before I came to, to M Sport. So yeah, I went to university in 2003. So yeah, 2002, I would have been driving tractors. Would you have taken up farming as a career, or had you never thought of doing that? Uh, no, I definitely considered it, and uh, it's still on the list at some point. When I've had a when, I'm, when my career ends in motorsport, we're back farming again. I can guarantee that. <laughs> and you joined M Sport when? 2007. Right. Okay. So uh, you've had a, you've had a good. So you came into the company as what? Were you on the sales side? What were you doing? Yeah, sales side, doing parts, uh, parts picking and ordering and and helping with that side. So I've done a lot of different roles um, throughout the company, really. That of course uh, promoted to team principal a couple of years ago now, and uh, I guess that uh, Safari Rally this year very different to what we're used to in 2002 with uh, Colin and Nikki. But uh, in so many ways, I mean, uh, an interesting event. But I think the general mood that one gets, the general feeling one gets is that people are delighted to see such a unique event back on the World Rally Championship after 19 years. Yeah, I mean, everything that I've heard since the weekend has been incredibly positive and I think everyone's really, uh, really happy to see it back on the calendar as being such a, an iconic event, but some of the scenery and the footage and the, the stories and everything we've seen from it over the course of the weekend is fantastic and it's, I think it's probably going to become one of the most iconic and key events in, in the calendar every year now. So I can't actually wait to get there myself next year and see it with my own eyes. And I also get the impression that the, the, the people who are, are around the rally route itself really were quite glad to see the rally there. I mean, they obviously are very enthusiastic about the event. And I guess there's the zebras and the elephants and all these other wild animals probably thought, oh, this rally's back again. Yeah, I mean, I think they're probably used to the national rallying a little bit, but probably haven't seen the speed and the commitment of the top guys for a few years. And yeah, I mean, I think it just shows uh, how great it is to bring a World Series to a country that hasn't had the chance to experience that for 19 years. And and, um, you know, go back to such an iconic place, like you said before. And it's really nice to show these new fan bases uh, the sport. And, you know, you could see from the number of spectators and the pictures and videos of the, of the motorways and the main roads just being completely blocked from people trying to get down to um, to watch the rally. Great. And of course, the other thing was that the rally is going to be in what for another couple of years hence. But I think the general imp uh, impression I get is that people would like it to stay in the rally championship uh, for eternity, basically. I think it'll be one of them ones that people want to see there, yeah, um, and I, I, I believe, or what I read is that there was an agreement done at the weekend till 2026, which would be great, but even, you know, in short term, I think we know it's going to be on the calendar next year, so that's, that's, that's fantastic, and that's the main thing, that we're definitely going back again already next year. And I think the one thing we can say without any doubt at all, it was a, a very good team performance by uh, by by the, the team behind the scenes, obviously getting the cars prepared and getting them out on the stages, but also from likewise, from uh, from Gus and um, and likewise uh, dear old Chris Patterson and likewise with um, Adrian and Rueno as well. Yeah, I mean, we went with a bit of an idea and a bit of a strategy of how we wanted to approach it, um, which was we knew that the top guys were going to be pushing hard and to push hard in an event like Safari will really put the test on the cars so our idea was to go and, and just show our speed on on the slightly smoother stages pick and choose them and then make sure we were there with no issues throughout the weekend which is what we did um, and you know we ended up with a cracking position of fourth and 
best. So I don't think we could have asked for any better. And at the same time, Adrian got his first fastest stage time, and uh, you know Gus was showing and proving his speed as well. So yeah, it was really positive, and we're all very happy to finally get a result that we that we feel we deserve. What happened about the um, the penalty that uh, Adrian got, but dropped him from fourth back to fifth, and obviously Gus moved up to fourth. So um, I mean, <laughs> Adrian had been studying the videos for a long time, uh, and he'd been studying the videos from 2002, uh, and he'd seen that iconic. Um, let's say cut or shortcut that, that Colin took back in the day and um, I think on recce they found something similar and wanted to try it um, but since 2002 the rules have changed a little bit and the way the rules are written have changed a little bit and uh, you just can't do that anymore uh, and unfortunately he was caught on the camera so he got a penalty for that he got 10 seconds we did have a chat about it before rally and I said I wasn't sure whether I would recommend it or not but he uh, he chose to go for it and uh, okay in the end it cost him a position but luckily only to his teammate and you know I think just uh, another little lesson to learn but I think it was very clever thing to be looking for and an approach to be looking at but unfortunately just wasn't permitted on this time. But it seems to me the approach that the team had and the guys had in the cars and obviously the overall sort of approach to the rally generally had the desired effect because I know the front running teams were having uh, all sorts of problems where you guys sort of seem to be gaining not only ground but also gaining from their problems. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be there at the end to get the points and okay, we might not have been as close to the top three as as people might think but, you know, and I think when you look at the differences between third to fourth, that time difference doesn't tell a true reflection of the event because we never tried to push on every single stage but, you know, if you actually look back at all the WRC cars, we, our two cars were the only two cars in the whole of the WRC field to not have any issues over the course of the weekend. Everybody else had at least one thing. So, you know, I think that's very positive. But if you're in a battle for a championship or you want to win, you need to win, then you're going to have to take extra risks, which is something we just weren't prepared to do. Um, and our strategy got us to the end with that good result. And likewise, I mean, Adrian needed to triple the rally anyway to get a taste for a rally. Gus, obviously, uh, likewise. But, I mean, in terms of those particular drivers, those two guys and their co-drivers in the, in the cars, I mean, they're starting to produce with more to come and possibly to- top step of the podium at some time in the future one hopes yeah I mean I think it's a steady progress that we've got to go for and, and Gus has shown um, increased progress over the last three rallies with Chris and with Stu and again he's got to the end with no issues on one of the hardest ones of the year and shown that he's capable of mixing time alongside Adrian as well so you know a lot of focus has been on Adrian's stage times and his approach but we've got to remember Gus has been doing similar times as well so I think they're both developing at a similar pace which is great and um, you know we've now got still half the season to go and keep pushing because Rally June was uh, obviously, the, 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 if you like, the growing up ground for Adrienne. And uh, we know that Sebastian Auger and likewise Sebastian Loeb came through the same, the same system. And it seems to be working. And, and this guy, uh, Adrienne, is obviously uh, providing some sort of indication of what it's like to be part of that championship in, in, in France. Yeah, I mean, again, it's obviously a talent search program that's found another talent. And uh, there's a long way for Adrian to go in his career yet. You know, he's progressing every rally and getting better every rally. But, um, you know, I don't think we can expect him to, within two rallies, be, be winning outright over and over. You know, it's a long process. Um, but everything we're seeing so far is very good and very positive. So we're really happy with how he's going and, and his approach to the rallies and how hard he's working. So, you know, he deserves everything he's getting. And also, I mean, there's not a typical program in the championship this year as, compo- as a, compared to other years as well which is which has some impact I guess as well doesn't it yeah I mean we've got to be prepared things might change and, and events might change and our strategy on who we're entering is changing each rally so he's you know he's having to, to go with what we're choosing at that time which is never easy um, but you know every challenge we throw at him he seems to be doing well so uh, yeah 
we hope he continues to develop like that. And where do we go from here? A couple of weeks ahead now, where are we next? So we're off to Estonia next. Um, you know, typically that's a very, very fast rally. Um, team is back in the WRC car, Adrian moves back to the Rally 2 car. Uh, it's a hard one because if you're not prepared to go absolutely on the limit from the first corner, you will struggle because it's such a fast event. Um, but again, I think we'll, we'll go and we'll, we would hope the team can be competitive there because it's a, a nature, the nature of those stages suit his driving and, and he's not scared of the speed. Uh, and Gus should be competitive there as well. So we'll just give it our best shot. We've got the new engine, which we didn't have last time we went to Estonia. So we've got everything we can do. We're having a good test beforehand and we'll see where we get to. Has the engine uh, developed um, in the right direction as far as as far as the team are concerned? Uh, yeah, I would think so. You know, if you look at if you look at our um, results on the last few rallies, we've been competitive on on stages of every single rally, which shows the car is still fast enough. So I would say that the engine and the car chassis combining is, is meaning we're still able to fight against uh, the other teams. And also, uh, obviously, the uh, the mule that is being tested at the moment, which Matthew is doing a lot of testing on the on on the next year's car. But uh, again, uh, is that car showing a lot of uh, future promise? Yeah, you know, we're still okay. We're limited to the amount of testing we can do on that but uh, we're definitely getting good feedback um, seem to be getting used to how things are going with it and the new changes and yeah we're looking forward to doing more testing with that because we think it'll be it'll be really exciting next year with these cars I think and also of course being run on a battery rather more than petrol and, uh, and, and oil I suppose is that right? I mean it's still going to sound and look like a current car um, it just has another 100 horsepower on top various sections so I think people who are worried about it not being sounding or looking like the current cars don't need to worry I mean I went to have a look at it when we were testing recently and it still looks like a great car and sounds great and, and everything but it's got the hybrid in there as well so um, it ticks a lot of boxes Well rallying wouldn't be the same without the noise coming at you from about three or four miles away and then getting hit you and hitting you in the face when it arrives so to speak Yeah I mean I think a lot of people were worried that it was going to disappear but uh, we would tend to agree with you um, okay we've got to be sensible and we've got to react and follow the car markets and the way they're going which is hybrid slash electric but you know this middle step is, is going to be really good for WRC and still have a great show and spectacle for people to watch Fantastic of course this weekend very important event as far as M Sport are concerned the M Sport stages rally over two days first and foremost I mean are you allowed to have spectators at the event this weekend? Uh, in terms of spectators yes we could but we won't be having anybody um, unless you're marshalling um, but it's great again to get a rally running and get a full entry of 45, 50 cars all Ford Ford cars so it would be great it's a bit of a different strategy this year with a two day event based on Saturday and Sunday morning so um, you know yeah I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how people go on and, and catch up with some people again competitors again There was one escort listed there with somebody called Mike Stewart <laughs> Yeah I'm not sure if it's the Mike Stewart or not but uh, yeah we've opened it up this year to allow you know escorts uh, Mark 1s Mark 2s any any Ford basically as well as just our M Sport produced cars so it would be great to have a gathering of, of the Blue Oval right throughout the field And has he uh, he's been working with the team as well hasn't he? Yeah previously he has yeah Right okay so uh, all in all I mean starting uh, on Saturday what is the format because are you using the tarmac um, roads around the new development uh, Evolution Centre? No so it's purely in the forest in Greystoke um, but they will come back to the evaluation centre in the evening on Saturday night to park here for Park Fermi so then people will be able to see our our development and see what we've been up to. Fantastic stuff. Can I wish you all the very best but I'm, I'm sure it's an event a lot of people will enjoy hearing about reading about and likewise uh, you know enjoying the sort of sound of the cars even if they can't be there basically. Yeah exactly I think it'll be uh, be a great a great event and a great gathering of people. Rich nice to talk to you and uh, good luck and I hope you have a nice weekend and we'll catch up obviously before you go to Spain yes? Yes no problem. Lovely stuff that's fine.